Now you. Okay, take two, Wait, people. No. Chingada. <laughs> I'm take sorry, two. mom. Now you can say take two. Take 205. Sorry about that. You'll never guess what just happened. Oh, I think they could guess. Yeah, we were recording for, for about, 60 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then we realized we had no audio. <laughs> so it's really fun. Awesome. So, yeah. hi, I'm the fine. And I'm the water. And and I'm the one. <laughs> and you're listening to a cup of tea. A podcast about exploring life through each other's eyes. Well, sharing a cup of tea with you, we had it. We almost had it. In the non-audio version, <laughs> by the way, we said it perfectly. It was so smooth. <laughs> and she even said, wow, it was so smooth. Look at us. And I said, of course. It's a long time coming. We should know our intro by now. I, I am sorry. I'm just so very excited about my new mug. Look how pretty it is. It's a mushroom. It is cute. Yeah. And then you take the cap off and you drink your tea. Which would be perfect for drinking mud water. You know, if you want to get me some. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so today I'm drinking the rooibos, raspberry rooibos from the care package from two years ago. Right, and then the last version with no audio, I said, I thought you were going to say a year ago, but it's been actually two. And it's actually been one year minus, well, plus one day, plus one day, that I've been here in Vancouver, which is kind of insane. It is a lot insane. I don't know if this is going to help you go back into what you've been saying for the last 16 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, all of the stuff that you were saying reminded me, and I was going to ask you a question. Of, do you ever, which you do, but you can say that to them. Um, do you ever look back to notice how much you've come? How far you've come? Yeah. Like Moana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, because I remember that time when we were in Mexico, in Querétaro, and, mm-hmm. and you had all of these plans, and you wanted to go to Canada, and you wanted to do all these things. And I feel like it was a very tumultuous time for you. And, like, do you ever remember that and, like, look at yeah. today? and the thing is, I haven't actually opened. You know how in some episode some time ago, I got my one-line-a-day journal mm-hmm. thingy? Mm-hmm. I haven't opened it. I have been writing the line-a-day thing mm-hmm. on a post-it because when I went to Mexico, I didn't take it with me. Mm. So I was like, I'm just going to save it on my phone or on, or on a post-it, and then I'm going to copy them back onto the thing. Because I think it is going to be exactly one year uh, since I got the notebook too, which means I can look back at the last year's stuff. And I wonder what that's going to be like. I'm intrigued. I, I know that I'll find that there was a lot of anguish and a lot of stress. Mm. Especially during that first week of being here in Vancouver because of the living situation and the whole panic of at, at not having a return ticket mm-hmm. and at no future. Um, I mean, not that we worry about you going back to Mexico because you do it all the time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. 
but but the the open-endedness yeah. of coming here basically um and so to take it back to what we were saying without audio again um i was listing my experience this from the last month of not being here um because it was it was tough it, in an unexpected way because when i left we were starting to work on pocket second season Yeah, you should check that out. Because it's out now. You're very excited. And we can we can put it like a card thingy. So the that thing is out, which means that as I was saying before. <laughs> we have um, a lot of work to do. Yeah, we have a lot of work to do. I spent the first two weeks of being home working on pockets, working on stuff with my dad. And I had this crazy project that I wanted to make my own dress for a friend's wedding that I went to. Which I didn't finish, but it was a lot of fun to do. Yet, yet. You haven't yeah, finished yet. Yeah, right. I haven't yet. finished yet. I will finish it. Uh, and then after two weeks of super intense work, very bad sleep, like four hours a day, um, I had a week of absolutely nothing, of mm. just laying in bed watching video games. I said in the odd, no, in the bad <laughs> Watching recording. video games? No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> Hang on. Playing video games. Right. And, and I said watching movies in the last thing, but it wasn't actually movies. I was watching soap operas. Oh, yeah. Which has been really fun. Yeah, that um, has been fun. And then the last three days of that trip, because in my mind, I thought, oh, I'm going to go there for exactly one month. Mm. But it wasn't actually. It was a month minus three days or minus four days or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that tripped me up a lot because that last week wasn't you didn't have fully it. a week. Yeah. It was more like three days where I tried to pack everything I couldn't do in the first three weeks. Um, <laughs> and it kind of worked out okay. Like I could do enough stuff, but it wasn't fully all mm-hmm. I wanted to do. I didn't see some of my friends, which is what one of my friends said when I first left. She was like, whenever you come back, You're never going to be able to see everyone. Mm. And that's fine. You don't have to mm. feel bad about it. I was tripping myself really bad. Because every time I went back home. Here to Calgary. Oh, okay. Um, I couldn't see everybody. Mm. And it was it was sad. But then I thought, okay, it's like, it's fine. I'm going to cu- keep coming back and seeing different people each time. And it's perfectly fine. Um, so, yeah. And then there's stuff that I didn't do that I wanted to. But again, it's fine. I have time to do it later. And it's not as pressing. It's just one. It's like. It's a couple of projects that I, I've been working on. But I couldn't start officially because I'm, I didn't have the time. Mm. But I can keep working on them and then follow through at the Mexico part when I'm back. Right. Which right. is fine. And then the other thing that I was saying, which is where it brought us to what you asked Mm -hmm. me at the beginning of the episode, is that during my last day over there, I had lunch with my aunt. And she was telling me that we were having this conversation about how there's two types of people in the world. (laughs) The Godines or the Gutierritos, which I thought it was really funny that she said Gutierritos. Yeah. It just means like a nine to five work type of thing um and yeah very like office like, yeah thing. office person um 
Yeah, and and she was saying there's there's like people that are like workhorses, and you can give them directions, and they'll do what you want, and they'll follow through, and they're very efficient, and they're very good at that. But they don't have the ability to make decisions and to get things done. And she was saying it in this context of all the projects that we have and mm-hmm. all the ideas mm-hmm. that we're working on and how when she said, oh, yeah, you just you just do this and you follow through and you get things done. And that took me to a place where I have like the inside out core memory type of mm-hmm. situation. I have this very uh, clear moment in my mind where when I was like 15, I think mm-hmm. I was like 15 or something. Mm, in dance class and I was working with my teacher we were organizing competitions and there was one year where the guy that gave us well we bought gaffer tape from him and it's kind of tape that is used like on film sets and stuff but also in dancing you tape the floor to the floor (laughs) and then so we got this and we got shipped but the shipping didn't arrive like or it arrived at my house but I wasn't there to pick it up or something. So what ended up happening was that I chased this person around the entire city to get the stupid tape. But the the feeling at the end of it was awesome because I, I thought, oh, I got this done. I, I succeeded. I'm amazing. Mm. I, and, and so it became a motto in a way of this is how I introduced myself as a job seeking person <laughs> or as somebody that you can hire, I guess. Uh-huh. Like you get things done. Okay. Or mm. or I or I like to say, oh, I get things done, and so to have that said back to me mm. by my aunt, who's like, I of course have a personal relationship with her, but we've also been doing stuff where we now have a professional, professional relationship with her. So to be seen like that, like, oh, you get things done, you you say this, and you execute it, and you like, you do it, mm-hmm. and you're very like mind to action type of person. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I mean, it's really, it's really nice and very fulfilling. How good! I mean, if I think about it, it's like remember that thing that I said in the pocket XP where it's like, oh, I have this idea, and it's not gonna happen unless I bring it to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, huh? That's cute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was very, I don't know, full circle, but very nice to after. I've I've been working on on being like that for mm. such a long time to have people now come to me and say, "Oh, you get things done, and you you can do this and execute it." And blah, blah, blah. I would so like the prophecy kind of fulfills itself. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and it's also it's also especially nice because of we were exactly having a conversation with her um, in her podcast about many things but one of the things I said uh was that five years ago when I was done with university I was having like imposter syndrome at 100 percent and feeling like I couldn't work anywhere I was not good at anything I didn't really know anything and so to now be at the other side of that is really cool Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it it's, I feel very grateful at 
the fact that maybe if I hadn't gone through the imposter syndrome mm. era, I would not have gotten here either. Okay. And it, it, this is not to say that I don't doubt stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Many Still. times. Yeah. And I have to be very uh, disciplined, I guess. And there was this, this reel that I found on Instagram the other day. I don't know who, who the speaker is, but she was saying discipline is freedom. And people always say that discipline sounds like a military thing where you have to be disciplined and you have to follow through. Mm-hmm. But her comment was, no, discipline is freedom in, in the sense that if you have a set of things that you want to do and you're um, consequente, but that's not the word in English. Um, but you're persistent yeah. and you're constant on your pursuit of the thing, then discipline is what allows you to actually get it done mm. and gives you freedom because you already, like, if you know that you have to do something but you don't do it, then your mind is going to be like, you have to do it, you have to do it, you're not doing it, why are you in bed not doing it? <laughs> but then the discipline just, it's, it's just like a highway into mm-hmm. getting it done. Into, mm. into, like, freedom. So, in spite of that month of feeling very out of place and very out of control, mm. where I couldn't sleep normal or eat normal or my schedule was a complete mess, that's what I mean. Like, I can still see how I want to apply what my aunt was saying about being disciplined and how... Even though this like this month of chaos was weird, mm. she said, "Yeah, but that's life, and you have to learn to apply the good discipline stuff during the chaos. Like that's the test mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to overcome the chaos." Yeah, right. So I'm trying to overcome the chaos. I'm not fully through yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely but- agree. I think right before we noticed that we weren't recording. Yeah. Um, I was going to take like that exact thing of losing their routine for such a long time. Because for me, uh, like in previous times when you've left, so many a time, um, we kind of still get things done. We kind of still work, even though I feel like we kind of take advantage of you being away to to be like, oh, let's take a week off. Kind yeah. of, uh, which we also did this time, but it's like a mild vacation, but not yeah, really. but not really because it's like, oh, let's not do this thing because we have to work so much on this other thing. Yeah. So for me, this past month has also felt insane because I feel like the last couple of weeks it was a whole thing because many plants and many people were involved. Yeah. But even before that, the week previous to that I overscheduled myself for a week (laughs) and and I had to so usually two of my days that I'm not at my part-time job it's Mm -hmm. because I'm here at the office (laughs) um and like editing and filming and doing stuff and posting and whatever Uh, so I had to sacrifice two of those days to do something else and yeah that it was it was 
a little bit of a lesson and a little bit of like, it's okay because we can handle it. Like it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. um, it was interesting, but it was the beginning of the chaos. So that week completely threw me off. Too busy, too tired, overscheduled myself. Next week after that, trying to get back on the horse, but then uh, Pablo was graduating and my in-laws came mm -hmm. over and my birthday was happening and you came back yeah. and it was <laughs> too insane. much. It was insane. It was wonderful. Yeah. And we were very touristy, which we're a fan of. Yeah. Um, and we had a lot of fun and we, we actually, I feel like this is the first time that we actually say, like, let's not do anything mm -hmm. for a week. Because the other times it's yeah. that thing of like, let's not do this because we need to focus on that. But I feel like yeah. now, this week was like, I can't, like, let's just, because it actually gave me thoughts of, of like, what company do we want to be, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like on the one hand, there's a voice, there's a very sort of like hustler voice of mm -hmm. like, no, 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 first years, you have to like grind yourself. And, like, do all the work and do all the hard stuff and no going out and things like that. Mm -hmm. No resting. Just 24-7. Grind, grind, grind. Mm -hmm. And then there's another voice of me where it's, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's who we want to be. And I feel like there's a part of me that's kind of wanting to prove this method wrong. Mm. And be, like, it can be different. It doesn't have to be that. Because I feel like. We do work a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I don't know if you ever get this, and it might be a bit of an imposter syndrome thing, mm -hmm. where it's like, if we tell someone else all of the things that we do, yeah. they're like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the, what? And it's like, yeah. you guys don't, like, you guys aren't even getting paid. You're just yeah. like doing a lot of stuff. But it, between us, it just, it just feels kind of normal. It just feels yeah. like, these are all the things that we want to do and we're trying to do them because we want to. Yeah, it feels it feels kind of, I don't know if you get the same, it, maybe <laughs> along the same lines, different way to interpret it. Because, yeah, people say, oh my god, wow, you do so much. It's impressive. And I'm like, oh, thank you, but this is like 10%. <laughs> this is not all that I want to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so... So, so the ten percent thing maybe is the the imposter syndrome trigger. Yeah, kinda. yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, it doesn't have to be an imposter syndrome, but it's just that thing of noticing that there is a lot of effort mm -hmm. to satisfy that like hustler grinder voice yeah. thing, but at the same time, I feel like I don't know if there's some sort of shaming towards us for wanting to not be slaves to our own projects kind of mm -hmm. um or just your job in general just like not wanting wanting it to ha wanting to have a good time but to try to focus a little bit on what we were saying mm -hmm. that um what kind of company do we want to be i feel like we were both in a place where we needed to rest mm -hmm. Because um, technically, this month was my vacation from my other job. And it's one of those things where 
it doesn't have to be this example of mine, but whenever someone goes on vacation and mm -hmm. you travel and you do stuff, yeah. you come back way more exhausted than oh, you yeah, were. you need a vacation from the vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so along the lines of that, I, I felt like we actually needed to prioritize sort of taking a break. I, f I felt like we needed to prioritize taking a break and sort of, because I see us being a very work-life balanced company. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the kind of stuff that we're, we're learning on ourselves mm -hmm. to implement later on like a bigger team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or just for us. Was it, was it weird for you kind of to like say like, no, nothing for a week, just. It was, it was trippy because I knew that I still had a lot of stuff to do mm -hmm. and it was not designated time off mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because if it is designated time off, if it's, if it's something like before where we've said, oh, we're going to take this week off. And so that frees up space for actually resting, then it's okay. Mm -hmm. But, but it's happened though that, and you, and you said that before. Even though we say, oh, we're taking time off, it just means we're not going to do this because we're going to do this other thing instead. Mm -hmm. So it becomes the same thing where maybe we're not working on company stuff, but I'm doing other things with my dad. Mm -hmm. So I'm not actually resting. Yeah. And, and when I actually, when I do take the time to rest, to do nothing, it's because I... I guess maybe I'm burnt out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's without, what I'm trying to avoid people. actually saying that I am. Mm -hmm. Because I ended up taking that week off unintentionally because I was so tired from mm -hmm. the two weeks of insan insanity. Yeah. And at the same time, I was thinking a lot on my way here that because now I have the work permit that comes after graduation. Somebody, somebody said to me, why, oh, where are you going to find a work? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what are you going to apply to? And first I said, nothing. <laughs> I don't want to. She has a work. job. <laughs> exactly. She just doesn't get paid yet. Yeah. But then she said, no, but you have, you can get money and you can get experience and blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, but I already have a job and I don't have 40 hours a week available to give to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Which then said, well, why don't you get a part-time job? And I thought, mm, I guess I could. It just requires more organization. And it took me into a whole thing, again, of being organized and being uh, doing the deep work, like we've said in other episodes, of not just sta staying in the computer, quote-unquote, working, mm -hmm. but it's actually going back and forth between things so you can't really focus on one and you cannot get that one thing done because you're thinking of 500 other things and it has I, I've been feeling a lot like that lately mm. because there's a bunch of stuff that we've been trying to do and I've been thinking of other things too so I've been very distracted when mm -hmm. it comes to doing work for us like we're if we're, we're editing a cup of tea or if I'm editing politics or something like that, I end up 
yeah, I'm editing and I'm listening to the episode, but at the same time, I'm, do- I'm doing a spreadsheet on this other thing, which I hate. Mm. So I want I wanted to be more organized and even calculate how much time I'm actually spending fully working versus mm, mm-hmm. dilly-dallying between three different things and mm-hmm, not getting mm-hmm. any one of the three things done. I do sort of like, and I didn't do it for like almost a whole month of August, mm-hmm. but now that we're going into September and we're trying to get back on that routine, which I think we both said or we agreed on that thing of like, oh, we're easing back into our routines, but not we're, we're not sort of black and white just like oh now we're back on it it's like oh i'm working a little bit today and a little (laughs) bit on this and a little bit of that yeah to sort of ease ourselves into the thing yeah uh which i appreciate i feel like it's helping me a lot um but the thing that i do is on my i don't know agenda that's that's a different meaning in english (laughs) your calendar yeah sure your planner yeah my planner there we go I can see like the hours of the day and I kind of block out. Uh, I don't block out at the beginning, but I block out while it's happening. So what I mean is, is that, oh, okay. So I take a note of, oh, I am at the computer at 11 in the morning. I'm going to mark that and I'm going to work on this thing. And I work on it and it's two or three hours later. I'm like, okay, I did this, mm-hmm. you know, like as it goes, because I feel like as many productivity books and YouTube videos and podcasts and things that we've seen, yeah. blocking it in, in advance, it kind of doesn't work for me. Really? Yeah. I have like this that I've been doing of uh-huh. like blocking it as I'm going along. Because, mm-hmm. okay, so like I see my week and I write down all the projects that I need to happen in that week. Mm-hmm. And usually it's just like, oh, like the switcher for ACOT, editing the reels, every editing pockets, editing the reels for pockets, uploading, posting stuff. So like it's kind of similar week to week. And yeah. I read I write those down and I kind of give each of them a day. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, yeah, it's like, oh, on this day I'm gonna work on this and that. But I don't give it a time of like, oh, I'm gonna work two hours on this. Mm-hmm. It's more like I note that I'm starting to work on this at this time. And then I go and I go and I go until it's done. And now that it's done, I'm like, oh, it's been three hours since I've been doing this. And that's the block. Mm. And then it's like, oh, take a break. And then, oh, I'm back at the computer two hours later. Okay, uh, we're going to work on this. Work on it until it's done. Two hours later. Okay, that was the block of it. And that kind of like has helped me so much. I feel the opposite yeah how way because if you look at my calendar (laughs) yeah it's kind of insane yeah but it has it makes sense (laughs) if i don't let it run wild Mm -hmm. i feel like i need to have it in 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 tight control and maybe that's just an apprehension thing that i have going Mm -hmm. on at this time of my life i feel like being very yeah and it's okay so i've been going on about this a lot lately mm-hmm. of having shifted my perception about time mm-hmm. and i guess the, the 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 way i think about it is time and money and there's this line from i guess the movie's not that great the original one is better the wall street movie 
where Michael Douglas tells Shia LaBeouf that the only irreplaceable, I want to say, but I, th- I think that's not the word, commodity is time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with my, that's like my current, that and Peter Atiyah's book are my current obsessions. Ooh, I still want to read um, that. And so with that notion that time is not replaceable, then... Are you prioritizing time? Um, yes. That's been my whole life-changing shift. Um, that sounds kind of redundant, but <laughs> since a year ago, I feel like, mm-hmm. since being here. So in prioritizing time, then I, wa- I like having a very... Um, well-planned schedule where mm-hmm. I know exactly what I need to do by when, how long it's going to take me, and then how long I have until I need to do it and how much time free I have. Mm. How much free time I have. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah, I kind of thought about it in Spanish. Like, the <laughs> structure came out in Spanish, yeah. which was very, kind of funny. So now I look at it and... I'm I'm like, okay, I ideally would like to be doing this. For example, I have my today schedule, I think was wake up at 8.30, have breakfast, then work a little bit from like 9.30 to 12, do yoga at 12, uh, shower, have lunch, work a little bit, then come here. Mm-hmm. That is not at all how it happens. <laughs> See, that's why I can't do it that way. But that's why I that's why to me like it helps like, you guide you. Yeah. Mm. Because if I don't have it, then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing today? Mm. And my brain goes wild and I think I have nothing to do even though I actually do. And I I lose track of my to-do list and mm. it's it's insane. It's not helpful at all. Mm. So I rather have like a layout already Mm -hmm. and then if it doesn't happen that way i can still sort of jump into it at some point and take it from there Mm -hmm. so if i didn't wake up at 8 30 i will i woke up at 11 whoa (laughs) yeah that was very late and the worst part was that like why i i did open my eyes at like 8 49 or something went back to sleep and then yeah (laughs) i see so i was like okay well fuck that uh, we'll start at the yoga section. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, that gives it more clarity, more structure, more, um, it's just easy. Hmm. Yeah, no, for me, it's definitely more of a keep track of it once it's happened, more so than plan ahead of it, kind of, if that makes mm. sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I've... Once I figured that out, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the thing. This is the thing that helps me get things done. That's and I, Yeah. I like it. Um, I don't know if you want to get into it, but I'm very curious as to what was the experience of doing the podcast with your aunt like? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of getting, of jumping in. Good. So my aunt has a podcast that she started, I think, exactly a year ago because Ooh. she started when I came here. Mm. And it's called. Which translates into and how do you do things now? I kind guess. of. Um, which is basically ab- about. It's kind of a, of a now what yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 
Because as a 50-something-year-old woman whose children have left, so she's an empty nester, and she's divorced, not that recently, but she's like, so what do we do with life now? Yeah. And an interesting conversation that arose from that podcast was that her audience sometimes is like our age. And what we said, well, that's kind of in- interesting because our pockets audience is tends to be older. Your age. <laughs> yeah. Which um, is very funny. Which, yeah. So it kind of to us reflects this um, wanting of understanding the other side of mm. this parent child relationship mm-hmm. of our millennial people and her Gen X. People, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this came up as an idea, like for us to be her guest, because we invited her to a pocket for season two. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the pocket, she said, "Oh, I would love to have you guys on my show." And one day, I was just randomly thinking about how, in my chaos of being in Mexico for a month, part of the chaos is brought on by my grandma and how there's in in that sort of I think it's a a piece of wisdom that many people say that old people become children in that they're needier and they throw tantrums <laughs> and they're yeah um I felt like having to care for a child in some times mm. And I was saying, why don't we talk about the, I guess my pitch to her was very broad Mm -hmm. and it encompassed seeing adults as adults now that you are over 20, I would Mm -hmm, say, mm -hmm. and not just as, oh, my dad, who's perfect and like a superhero Mm -hmm. and whatever, but more like, oh, yeah, and he, uh, like. He's a person. Yeah, and he, he has faults and he has Good things that he And sometimes we don't like them. Yeah. Um, so how how do we actually see our parents as people mm-hmm. or older members of our family? And how do we approach that relationship now that we don't live with them anymore? And the communication barrier between generations and kind of that was broadly the topic. So she was very excited about it, and she invited us, and we were on her podcast, and it was very funny. First, just from the production standpoint, Mm -hmm. because it was very comfortable to just be able to go into the room and sit and start talking, (laughs) and not have to worry about, oh, the lights, the microphones, the camera, the... Um, That was really comfortable. (laughs) I went to have a crew so that we can now just come sit and talk and Mm -hmm. not have to worry about it. One day. Yeah. And also, she has a very different vibe than us, Mm. in that she's a lot more concise, Yeah, I feel like, and more... (gasps) Safita came to work. Wow. This hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. Hi, kid. It's like once a year. No, she's not that bad. (laughs) Um... No, but yeah, so so her, yeah, the vibe was very different. It was very professional. And she gave us, she asked us for like a bio, mm-hmm. 
Which we don't do for pockets, for example. No. Um, and it's a deliberate decision that we've done. Like we don't we don't want to introduce people because we want to take them as they come yeah. and to listen to their experiences without having some the, sort of background bias yeah. of yeah, their background. And so she introduces like, oh, they have done this and studied that and blah blah blah. And that was kind of funny. Mm. And then she had questions that she sent beforehand, which I thought was cool um, and and cute and very, like, in, in her own stationery and very formal. And mm-hmm. it felt very adult in a yeah. way. Yeah. I, I had this feeling of, wow, she's such an adult. She's sending us this thing. And we're so, Not. like, <laughs> we don't. Eh. Yeah. Um, and then... Being there, it was it was fun. It was really nice. I felt very in a in a in a very funny way. I thought of how when we're here chatting, I don't really think a lot of what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I do. Uh-huh. I, I do filter my thoughts through my brain, my brain uh-huh. before they come out of my mouth. Do you? But I, there's times, and even we we've cringed at this when we're editing. Mm. There's times when we've said, oh my god, we've said like so many times yeah. on this episode. Please cut my tongue off. Oh, okay. And here, I, I was trying to be very mindful I of see. what I was saying. Trying to not have too many fillers mm-hmm. and to be too repetitive. And because she, and she's told me this a couple of times, and I think she even said it in the pocket, of she likes to, because she was kind of trained by her team to do this, of saying things in a very impactful way so that you can use it in reels and people like it. Um, so not to fully on hop into that wagon, but mm-hmm. kind of follow through with what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was doing my best to be like that, which was kind of funny. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was really weird. Um, to <laughs> me, it was just the weirdest feeling to be the interviewee and not the interviewer that was just wild (laughs) um and i noticed it was really weird for me to like keep i don't know if it's the way she interviews or like she asks questions Mm -hmm. versus the way i do it Mm -hmm. um just just i had like i had a hard time following i feel like she would talk about something Mm -hmm. and then ask me oh so what do you think about this thing Mm. And I feel like I could choose different things of what she said. Mm. So I wasn't sure which thing she meant. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what exactly? I remember that. Right? Um, but other than that, when it comes more to content of what we were saying, I found it very revealing. I found it very yeah. refreshing. This whole thing... Because we, there was a point where we were talking about how our generation, or at least in our context, mm-hmm. um, there's this inside joke of like, oh yeah, millennials will not be able to buy a home mm-hmm. because that's just not, I think, no. And she was so surprised. I know. That that was a joke for the generation. Um, and that then she asked us if we actually believed it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah. And yeah. she was like, so surprised. And even... Yeah. I feel like it's a little dramatic if I say disgusted, but <laughs> a little bit of that vibe of like, excuse me, like, yeah, but not in a mean way, just, just in a, you guys can't 
take that, um, how do you say, uh, to heart, you know, you have of, of like, you need to not believe that so that you mm -hmm. don't just, th Fall this is how I took trap, it. Kind of. Right, right, exactly. And it was very surprising to me, kind of refreshing, kind of like a, a bit of a brainwash in a good sense yeah. of don't don't take it for granted don't don't just agree with the joke with mm -hmm. the thing of like oh no you're a millennial you can't buy a house yeah it's like you guys you you can there's ways you, you just can't just believe it and yeah. i know there's a little bit it's a little bit more complicated than that and there's a lot mm -hmm. of like privilege and stuff and how do you do it and education and a lot of stuff right that goes into it yeah but it, for me it was just that, that sort of yeah Yeah, a brainwash moment of like, wait, don't don't take it to heart. Yeah, don't yeah. don't adopt it. Don't believe it's true for you. Yeah, and I I I I got the same vibe from that specific moment. Yeah, um, and it's something that she's told me in our regular conversations a couple of times. Um, just saying, you guys have so many different ways of making money now that I I'm could like, not even me. imagine before. And like going more deeply into it in other conversations with her, she's like, oh yeah, I'm like, look, you should look at all these investment funds and flexibility and la la la. And I'm like, okay, I see what you mean. But it does require a lot of financial literacy that we don't have. But yeah, in that sense of like having in 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 our in the way that we can, mm -hmm. right? Having that conversation between the two generations and finding out that they are clueless about these things that we're seeing. Or the other thing that was really insane to me was how surprised she was at the thought of not having children because of climate change oh yeah she was like i i would have never ever i never actually thought of questioning if i would have children because of the climate yeah. change yeah and then after <laughs> we like, cut i don't know if you were still in the zoom conversation or not but i said no i've genuinely thought that yeah that's like truly a concern for me and she said what no like i wouldn't know that would have never stopped me. yeah and i thought really i don't think they were worried and, back then and she said no I, i if you had asked me that would not have even been on my list of concerns about having children and i said no for me it's like on the very top of it <laughs> yeah it's like and, it's right there. and she said no i would i would have thought no we'll pull through or however long we live then that's fine which i kind of understood in two ways mm. One was sort of being relentless and mm -hmm. doesn't matter what comes, you can push through and or, or you know, live with what you have. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was just the sheer disbelief at how they are truly, well, maybe not clueless, but it's so not in their field of view mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that... I was like, well, it should be. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, I, yeah, I guess I have to think about it now. Yeah, sort of. It was very interesting to see each side knocking on the barrier between yeah. us. Yeah. Of like, oh, yeah, this is how we see things. And she was like, what? Yeah. You know? And the whole brainwash thing for me was very like, 
You do have a point. I like that. Yeah, I like that one too. It, you know? I feel like it was a very cool conversation because of those things. And and I think at, point, at a point we did say it, that we wish parents would listen to us without their, like, they have biases, and we know, but with the benefit, with the benefit of the doubt of maybe they have a point mm. that I haven't seen, that I haven't conceded or whatever, and then they coming to us saying, no, child, see the light. You know, I that was, that was very cute. That was mm. one of my favorite things of doing that podcast yeah. with her. That 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 the whole the two generations talking. Yeah, that's loved me. That loved was me very, very enlightening. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate it because I feel like sometimes, especially in pockets, and especially season one, it's I worry sometimes that it's that echo chamber thing that mm -hmm. Diego always warns us about. Yes, because even. Right, we're looking at different peoples, but still, it is the same generation mm -hmm. until season two, right? Um, but it just gives me more fuel to keep talking to more people. And, and yeah. even this generation thing of like, help me understand the way you think mm -hmm. so that I can understand you. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, it's a two-way street where they... More so than, oh, I know how the world works. They can come to us and be like, I know how my world worked. How mm -hmm. does this world work now that yeah. you live in? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cute. Yeah. I liked it. And I hope more things happen. I know. I know. I'm very excited about it. Um, I think it, it falls into that category of things uh, that we want to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um. And that we're very proactive about and very visionary. So I feel very good about it. Me too. Yeah. Do you have any further thoughts? No, I want to hear. Well, I mean, you kind of mentioned already what your month without me was. Yeah. But do you have any other? I mean. Honorable mentions. <laughs> it was mostly, I think it was that whole thing of. The chaotic energy of overscheduling myself and doing a lot of things and then just being like, no, we c this is not. I feel like I've been listening a lot to, again, the Daily Stoic. And sometimes mm -hmm. he has conversations with sport coaches and people in the sports world. Mm -hmm. And they talk about athletes and they talk about how uh, recovery time is just as important yeah. as training. Like it's part of the training and you yeah. need to be super respectful of it. Um, and in that mindset, I felt like it has to be a priority for us. Mm. That recovery time, that rest, because it cannot, I don't, you know, it's weird to talk about it because I feel that pull, a push and pull from like the different voices of like, no, no, you can't rest. You must grind. Yeah. You must do. You can't. And it's like, it, it must have worked for them because I feel like previous generations, that's how they made the world. Yeah. But which, again, maybe we should talk to them and ask if that's how it happened. But uh, at least for now, mm -hmm. in just you and me mm -hmm. and you, mm -hmm. then I... Again, I guess it worked, but I feel like it, it, there must be another way. Yeah. I, I do think there's... And, and I want to say we're 
kind of close mm. to striking your balance. Because even though there are some times that are kind of crazy, um, and I, and we do have to adapt to the chaotic ones. Mm-hmm. I have the feeling that so far we've been doing good. Yeah, it can be improved, but I think we have a good balance of working, doing social stuff. Going out, especially, I've been telling this to everybody, I feel like, that I'm on a mission to meet more people while we're here mm. because we, I mean, we've expanded our circle, but I think it can still get better. Uh, so, having these these things, kind of, that, that, that make the well-roundedness of life, mm-hmm. I think is very... I mean, it's important, but also we're we're getting good at it. I think because yeah, we we work and we um we keep ourselves in check mm-hmm. in both doing like getting things actually done and also sort of making sure that we're not killing ourselves in the process mm-hmm. because then I do think that's counterproductive and we end up with the. Maybe not exactly burnt out. Mm. Not fully. <laughs> Maybe not but, fully. But in a, at a point where we've been before, where we're too tired and like, oh, can we just not do it? Because I cannot do it anymore. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel very, very like balanced. Yeah, me too. Lately. Me too. It's just that voice of like, no, this balance is... Yeah, I know, I know. I know what you mean. And and, and it's even, like, something my dad said before I left. What? In the airport. He was like, well, now you have to work and, like, go work really hard and, like, get things done, basically. Um, Which is something that, of course, he would say. Mm -hmm. But in, in that same spirit of this conversation with my aunt in the podcast... That, okay, sure, but that's not all I want to hear. I would like to also hear and have fun and make friends and go places mm. and, you know. Because right. before I left, we were doing uh, a lot of, like, adventure stuff. We went to Link Canyon and mm. we were going out with the Vita a lot. And we were going to, like, well, not parties, but events that we mm. uh, met people at. So, I I kind of wanted to be like that, yeah. you know, in in this planning or calendar mm-hmm. endeavor. Um, I want the calendar to, of course, have work stuff, but also, uh, like that section of working out and then social events and rest, rest, <laughs> and just me time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like. It's that thing, and I feel like I've talked about this a lot in Intimacy, of designing the life that I want and then trying to approach that as much as I can today mm-hmm. and not leaving it, a, not as letting it be a, oh, one future? day I will have yeah. this life. No, no, no. What is the m- most, the closest I can get to that life that I say that it's yeah. my ideal life? And I feel like I'm really close, you know, and I'm, I really like that. It's that chaotic thing happening these weeks and stuff. 
I do see what your aunt says of like, that's life. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not even kind of upset mm-hmm. at, at the chaos and the thing. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the reason I'm not upset is because I am easing myself back into re- the routine instead of being... Because I can see the other side of it where I could be more like, oh, how could I? I shouldn't have let this happen. And mm. and why did we take this time off? And I shouldn't have overscheduled this. And I shouldn't... Because I was very happy. But like during this time that you weren't there, mm. me and the Bicho, so like the Bicho's brother, my nephew, we went to get our level one sea kayak certification mm. as my birthday present and that took two days of my life and it was amazing and I was so happy that I did that even though I was super busy I had a lot ton ton of things to do but it's that of knowing that life is more than work just like before there was this conversation in like pockets and stuff or probably on a card of like life is more than school yeah then like same thing. Life is more than work. Always trying to keep that balance and not fall off the wagon too much because then you kind of don't go anywhere with your job, right? If, you, yeah. if you're negligent of your job. I agree. I feel like we're on that same sort of vibe of like we're kind of there. We're like almost yeah. there. The way I've been thinking about it lately is that if I die tomorrow, you'd be happy. I'd be perfectly okay. With all the things what that I've been, been doing. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no, oh, I wish I had to work less and gone out more and made more mm. people and went out to this lake or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been, I was editing that episode of A Cut today where we're talking about how it's kind of along the lines of this designing your life and I'm questioning how how outdoorsy I want my life to mm. actually be. Yeah. Uh, and going to a lake and how that was. And do I want to do that every week? Do I want to do that once a month? Uh, and I like that we, I appreciate that we have that mentality mm-hmm. of experimenting with things and being open to like, oh, we'll try this. And if it doesn't work, then that's fine. We can try it. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just happy. I'm just excited. Me too. Me too. In spite of all the chaos. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Do you feel guilty about the chaos? Are you cool? No. I did feel... not. I, can't feel, I felt guilty not about the chaos, but about my response to the accidental week off mm. I had to take. Mm-hmm. Because I kept thinking, oh, there's all these things that I'm not doing and I should be doing them. Um, And that sort of takes me back to one, the discipline lady of Mm. like discipline is freedom. And two, I had to take the time off because I was too tired. And I could not like my decision fatigue would not let me actually get up and do the things that I needed to be doing. So I needed to recharge. Recovery time, Decision people. Decision-making power. It's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any recs? I do. Because <gasps> yesterday in this, sl- like, easing back to work, I was like, mm, 
I kind of feel bad about it, but then I thought, eh, it's fine. I got what I needed to do done today. Mm. I was playing The Sims, as <laughs> I told you. Because my brother bought me, there's a new expansion pack mm-hmm. where you can have horses. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so I'm recommending The Sims 4 and that horse, I don't know, wrench, horse something expansion pack, whatever their name will be here. You, you'll know what it is. I see. Yeah. It was funny. Mm, I appreciate the horse <laughs> thing. Do you have a wreck? Do I have a wreck? I'm trying to think of what I've been watching or reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't read it, so I don't know that I can wreck it. But I really want to read that uh, Peter Atia book. Mm. I love it. I feel like I've been going around telling absolutely everyone I know. I feel like I'm a cult, uh, like a cult <laughs> party person. Yeah. Like, Peter Atia cult. Yes, exactly. I'm the Peter Atia cult. I'm the number <laughs> one uh, sect leader or whatever. It's called Outlive. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's, um... I'll find out as soon as you're done with it. Maybe I'll get your own copy because I'm being very slow at reading it. I see. I'm, I'm trying to be very mindful. Mm. And it's a very... Not deterministic. What's the word for that? Like... Determinadamente lento is what I'm trying to say. Mm, like on purpose. Deliberate. Yeah. Like I'm deliberately slow reading it. Mm. Because to there's really a take lot it in. of... Yeah. There's a lot of information. And if you've seen the Chris Hemsworth show that Limitless. we've liked, thanks to Pablo, who first recommended it to me. Peter Atia is in it. And he talks about... He's an, a longevity expert. He, he has this thing of talking about medicine in a new way that is not just healing mm. people but preventing illness mm-hmm. in the first place and taking I, I i mean he's not the only person to talk about this but instead of fixing the problem once you already have it it's yeah. what to do to avoid so having it, you don't in, the have first it in the first place yeah right um so it's lovely. Mm. Oh, I know what can be my actual wreck that I have sh- I've actually uh, gone through, which is there's an actual book called Brainwash uh, that I listened to. So it's an audiobook. I had it in audiobook, but you can read it or listen to it. And it really, it was really funny because it instead of having this image of like, oh, brainwashing people in a, in a kind of like, let me... Uh, manipulate you kind of mm-hmm. way it's more of a mental health thing of like oh let's brain let, let let's wash the brain and like mm, keep it clean and cute. nice and sort of it's really nice i do recommend it i like it mm. there cool. we go that's my right beautiful and i guess we'll, we'll see you for another cup of tea next week bye thanks for sharing a cup of tea with us Send us your comments using the hashtag ACODCAST and remember to subscribe to get fresh episodes every week.